0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 679, One Hard Thing You Must Start Doing to Stop Being Your Own Worst Enemy, part two, by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I simply read to you kind of like bedtime stories, but usually not really stories and not meant for bedtime, usually I blog about things that will help you optimize your life. This is a part two post, so if you're new here, i recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. And with that, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. One Hard Thing You Must Start Doing to Stop Being Your Own Worst Enemy, part two by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. Practice thinking better about yourself it's perhaps the hardest thing we all need to do for ourselves. We need to not be our own worst enemies when it comes to self-image, but that takes practice, lots of it. When it comes to feeling better about ourselves and our place in the world, the biggest and most complex obstacle we have to overcome is our mind. If we can overcome that, we can overcome almost anything life throws at us. The key is in accepting the fact that while we can't control exactly what happens in life, we can control how we respond to it all, And in our response is our power to grow and move forward. One of our first getting back to happy students who graduated with a PhD last year from one of the most prestigious universities in our country is now an executive for one of the world's fastest growing tech companies. Throughout grade school and high school, she desperately wrestled with a form of dyslexia that made reading and writing a monumental challenge. She spent kindergarten through 12th grade in language-based ESE classes. And during a parent-teacher conference when she was in ninth grade, One of her ESE teachers informed her parents that it was extremely unlikely she would ever receive a high school diploma. So how did she do it? How did she push herself to rise up and overcome the odds? A mindset shift, she confirmed with me when I interviewed her recently for a side project Angel and I are working on. Quote, the mindset tools you and Angel set me up with and held me accountable to changed everything. I literally learned to tell myself that the naysayers were wrong about me, and I learned to stop naysaying myself too. I changed my mental story, my mental movie, and I started telling myself exactly what I needed to hear every single day to move my life forward, unquote. Ready to move your life forward too? While there isn't a one-size-fits-all way of changing your mental movie, because to an extent we all have unique stories and past experiences, there are some foundational steps Angel and I often guide our core students and coaching clients through. Number one, bring awareness to the story you're telling yourself about yourself. You have a story about yourself, or perhaps a series of them, that you recite to yourself daily. This is your mental movie, and it's a feature film that plays on repeat in your mind. Your movie is about who you are. You have a chubby tummy. Your skin is too dark. You aren't smart. You aren't lovable. You aren't good enough. Start to pay attention when your movie plays, when you feel anxiety about being who you are, because it affects everything you do. Realize that this movie isn't real. It isn't true, and it isn't you. It's just a train of thought that can be stopped, a script that can be rewritten. Number two, rewrite the script edit the storyline of your mental movie. Your new script will replace the played out one that keeps running in your cerebral theater. And this time you will consciously craft it. Start with the fact that you are a good person who is learning and working on getting better. Then ask people who love you to tell you why you're lovable. And ask people who respect you to tell you why they do. Use their stories as scenes in your new movie script. Then fill in the blanks with recent moments and outcomes in your life that you are grateful for. Try to focus on the things you don't celebrate enough and the things you don't give yourself enough credit for. Number three, practice your new lines. Learn to recognize the worn out flicker of your old movie starting up and then stop it. Seriously, whenever you catch yourself reciting lines from your old script, my arms are flabby, flip the script and replace those lines with lines from your new movie script. This takes lots of practice, but it's worth it. Just keep practicing and forgiving yourself for making mistakes along the way. Number four, deflect external negativity by taking it less personally. Various kinds of external negativity will attempt to distract you from your new script, comments from family, social media posts, lots of things people say and do. When you sense negativity coming at you, learn to deflect it. Give it a small push back with a thought like, that remark is not really about me, it's about you. Remember that all people have emotional issues they're dealing with, just like you, and it makes them defiant, rude, and thoughtless sometimes. They're doing the best they can, or they're not even aware of their issues. In any case, you can learn not to interpret their behaviors as personal attacks, and instead see them as non-personal encounters, like a dog barking in the distance, or a bumblebee buzzing by, that you can either respond to gracefully, or not respond to at all. And if you need a little extra assistance with re-scripting your mental movie in the heat of the moment, you can use the simple phrase, the story I'm telling myself, dot, 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 as a prefix to any self-deprecating thought. Here's how it works. Perhaps someone you just met didn't call you when they said they would, and now you're thinking, they forgot about me because I'm not good enough for them. When you catch yourself feeling this way, use the phrase, the story I'm telling myself is that they didn't call me simply because I'm not good enough for them. Then ask yourself, Can I be absolutely certain this story is true? How do I feel and behave when I tell myself this story? And what's one other, more positive possibility that might also be true? Give yourself the space to think it through carefully. Mull it over mindfully. On the average day, I bet your answer to question one is no, and your answer to question two is not very good. And I hope question three gives you the perspective you need to write a better script. Closing thoughts on creating your reality. In closing, let me lighten the mood and leave you with this. A puppy thinks, hey, these people I live with feed me, love me, provide me with a warm, dry home, pet me, and take good care of me. They must be gods. A kitten thinks, hey, these people I live with feed me, love me, provide me with a warm, dry home, pet me, and take good care of me. I must be a god. Same situation, different thinking. To a great extent, we make our life stories by our thoughts. The reality we ultimately live is a process of our daily thinking. And when we think better about ourselves, we live better in spite of ourselves. You just listened to part two of the post titled, One Hard Thing You Must Start Doing to Stop Being Your Own Worst Enemy by Mark Chernoff of (laughs) markandangel.com. Poor cats, always get picked on for being evil. They're not that evil. I live with a Pomeranian dog. I've seen evil. (laughs) Just kidding. Please don't send me angry letters. That'll do it for today. I hope you're having a happy Friday. It's the weekend of the Indian holiday, Diwali, so I hope you have a happy one of those and a nice start to your weekend. Thank you for being here and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.